Hyper-accelerated iron sprays down the corridor, perforating a handful of ascendancy drones emerging from launch tubes. As the orbs clatter to the floor, Emmerich Ryder lowers his heavy repeater and says, Hurry it up, will ya? There's more coming." From her position in front of the door, Aurelia grits her teeth and says, I'm working on it. Just another... She trails off as a chime signals the acceptance of her input, and the doors slide open. Got it, she calls. Just in time, he says, backing through the now open door. Hopefully you can close it, too. She smirks. Naturally. The doors slide shut and seal them off from the onslaught of drone attacks. In the silence that follows, Aurelia surveys the vault sanctum. The room is large, with vaulted ceilings and extensive undergrowth covering the floor. A greenish-orange mist rises from the plants. Emric says, Well, that doesn't look healthy. Aurelia shrugs. Looks can be deceiving. She steps forward, and her foot passes right through the fronds of one of the boundary plants. With a half-smile, she looks back at Emric and says, See? Shaking his head, he says, I'm still not walking through that. Aurelia glowers. Come on, the core is down below. We're almost there. One favor, she says. One job. That's all. With a sigh, Emric steps through the illusory plant growth and follows Aurelia on the descending slope to the very heart of this ascendancy vault. Once their eyes dip beneath the mist layer, the illusion vanishes and the room consists of polished obsidian. A small pedestal rests at the bottom of the basin and a quartz orb floats above it. That's what we're here for, Aurelia says. And what does it do? Emric asks. A third voice speaks. Greetings, strangers. I'm Bastion. What brings you to my sanctum? Emric mutters, Oh great, and I I. Ignoring him, Aurelia says, I am Aurelia Tarquin. I know that name won't mean anything to you, but perhaps this will. Oracle sent me to find you. And with your help, Bastion, we're going to stop another cataclysm from destroying all life in the Forge. Welcome back for episode 18 of Errant Adventures. As always, I'm your game master and solo player, Steve Morrison. On this week's episode, Lucius and Adelie search for a way off Viridian and come face to face with a looming threat. Please enjoy episode 18, The Reclaimer. Adelie helps Lucius to his feet, and together they walk down this open passage of iron that Adelie created, and they return to the surface where the rest of the Lodestar soldiers and Lieutenant Mila are waiting, and Lucius is blinking still against the light. He's breathing in the fresh air. And he says to Adelie, Adelie, I thank you. I, wow, I can't believe you opened a passage like that. That's amazing. And Adelie says, I wasn't going to leave you down there, Lucius. Not if there was anything I could do. And Lucius says, thank you. I, I really, I really appreciate it. Hey, this may sound weird, but can you do that again? And Adelie looks around and says, I think so. Why? Lucia says, I found a ship down there. It was in the last hangar. And he kind of points off in a direction uh, where there's a bunch of rubble. I don't know if in the collapse it also got buried and destroyed. But uh, when I when I was trying to reach it, the ceiling collapsed and blocked off the entrance to that hangar, but I don't know if it actually collapsed onto the ship itself. And if you can open a passage in there, we might be able to get off of this planet. Adelie says, well, let's take a look. 
Do you remember where it was? Lucia says, I, I think so. I think based on the, the way that things collapsed, I should be able to have a, a fairly good idea. And they start walking in that direction. So I do have now two characters. I've got Lucius and I've got Adelie. Instead of using both character sheets, what I'm going to do is Lucius is still going to be the primary character. And so I'm going to use his abilities, roll on his stuff. And Adelie is going to continue to be a bond connection that uh, Lucius can rely on for bonuses for various things. If in the story they become separated, uh, maybe they go down different paths and for some reason they're not together, then I will kind of bounce back and forth between them. And in those cases, I will use Adelie's character sheet. But instead of running two characters, I'm just going to run Lucius and I'm going to have Adelie continue to offer a plus two bonus as a bond to Paragon related things. So as they approach, uh, there is this mess of collapsed iron and Lucius stops and says, this is it. This is, I think, where the entrance to the hangar was. If you can tunnel your way down, we might be able to find the ship. And if it's still intact, if it didn't get caved in on, I think, hopefully, I can fly it. So Adelie is going to tunnel her way down using her Paragon abilities to open a passageway. So I am going to ask the Oracle, and I think it is 50-50 that the ship survived. So 51 or greater, yes, the ship is still intact. Here we go. Please, Oracle dice, be kind to me. 98 on the dice. So yes, the ship survived. It is still intact. So Adelie is able to channel her Paragon abilities. She's able to connect with the molecular structure of the iron. And she changes that structure and shapes it away and creates a tunnel down into this hangar where this Ascendancy ship is sitting. Now, as... Lucius and Adelie peer down into the darkness. We see this Ascendancy ship sitting in the hangar, and it is beautiful. I think Lucius feels this wave of excitement and hope that uh, they are going to get off of this planet. So Lucius is going to lead the way down into this hangar bay and is going to investigate the ship and I think it is likely that the ship still works we've seen that ascendancy technology continues to exist and continues to work when it's intact even to this point so I think it is likely that the ship works so I'm going to roll on that 26 or greater yes the ship works 90 this time all right, so yes, yes indeed, the Ascendancy ship is still operational. So Lucius is going to have to make his way into the ship, and I think he's going to have to face some danger in order to bypass whatever the security systems are native to this ship. So to do that, he's going to roll plus his wits, which is plus three. So let us face some danger. So we got a seven on the action die. I've got a six and a one on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So we're successful and can take a momentum. So that's going to take my momentum up to six. And that strong hit represents the fact that Lucius is able to bypass the security on this ascendancy ship. He's able to open the hatch. And I think the ship is laid bare to them. There are no latent security blocks or anything like that that they're not able to bypass. And so Lucius and Adelie and the Lodestar soldiers pile into this ship. I'm going to roll on the Starship Oracle to see what kind of ship it is. 47. Outbounder a survey or research ship, which makes sense with the research stations that are on this planet. 
that there would be some sort of research ship here. So I think it's relatively small and compact, but there's probably enough space for all of the soldiers and Lucius and Natalie. And there are a couple of like research labs and whatnot that may come into play at some point. So Lucius immediately goes to the cockpit of this ship and starts powering things up. It takes a little bit of time for him to adjust to the ascendancy controls because I don't think that they are the ascendancy were bipedal humanoid creatures. So I think there's a general aesthetic to starship creation that crosses over sort of species, but there's definitely toggles and switches and stuff that are marked in ascendancy in whatever the language of the ascendancy was. And so I think Lucius has taking some time to figure out what all of the things do before he takes off. But I don't think there's any danger in that. And so I'm not going to roll on that. It just takes him a little bit of time to do that. And so they are eventually about to lift off of Viridian and leave this planet behind. As they're doing so, Lucius is sitting in the pilot seat. Adelie is sitting in a seat as well, maybe scanning the area. Lieutenant Mila is with them. There probably aren't any weapons on this research ship, but Lieutenant Mila is the commanding officer of the soldiers, so it makes sense that they are also in the cockpit. And they're about to lift off and leave when... Lucia says, hold on, we need a name for this ship. We can't fly the ship without a name. And he is going to come up with a name for this ship. I think based off of his experiences with uh, seeking out ascendancy technology and also just recently being trapped in this debris and then also the connection with Adelie and finding the cores he doesn't know about Query yet, that Query has been absorbed into Adelie, but at least that Warden was absorbed into Adelie's psyche. He has the sense of rebirth, resurrection, hope, and I think he is going to say, yeah, this ship needs a name, and I'm going to call it the Reclaimer. All right, so Lucius is going to take the Ascendancy Scout Research Vessel Reclaimer out for a test spin. And uh, again, I don't think it's going to require him to make any sort of checks in order to get off the planet. However, we have not made any progress towards uh, our search for the graveyard. Although I do think that because we now have access to Query, who is a research AI from the Ascendancy, I am actually going to mark a box of progress for my formidable vow to find the graveyard and determine what artifact the Ironhawks seek, because I think that Query probably is going to be able to assist with that in the future. Obviously, Lucius doesn't know, like I said, that Query has been absorbed, but now Adelie has access to a lot of that information that Query holds. So we are going to return to space. Finally, after a couple episodes of being trapped on Viridian, Lucius and crew are getting back underway. They are engaging the E-Drive once they leave the atmosphere of Viridian. And we are going to return to our formidable expedition to search for the Ascendancy Graveyard. And we're going to start with an undertake an expedition. Lucius, I think feeling as though they are a little bit behind since they were trapped on the planet for a little while, is going to roll plus edge to move at speed. Before I do that, I realize that I forgot about the Iron Snake in last episode, which is too bad because it was a, an Adelie highlight. I don't know what that Iron Snake could have done, but I just want to establish right now that Adelie definitely brought the Iron Snake aboard, and it is probably living in one of those research labs that are on this ship. And that's a place where the Lodestar soldiers are not going. But Adelie is bringing that Iron Snake along and is, has some sort of connection with it, and I will try not to forget that it's there next time. We're going to roll plus edge as we move at speed. Undertake this expedition. Here we go. 
All right. So we've got seven on the action die and I've got two fours on the challenge dice. So not only is it a strong hit, but it is also an opportunity, which thank goodness, because I was not sure that I could handle another miss on this expedition. I'm sure there's another one coming here soon, but at least for this one, we've got a strong hit with an opportunity. So we reach a waypoint, envision the location, and mark progress per the rank of our expedition. So we're going to mark one box of progress on our expedition. And let's go ahead and do a little descriptor and focus work on this waypoint. So we got 55 for the descriptor, immersed, and the focus is a six, art, immersed, art. Okay, so I think what they find is a pod of space-faring creatures. You know what? They find a pod of void gliders that are soaring along through space, and they are flying towards this massive nebula that is like taking up the tableau of space ahead of them. And as they are kind of shaping their way around, uh, I think Lucius notices something that they seem to be avoiding. When I think void gliders, I think dragons. And so there are these like opalescent, feathery winged creatures that are floating and like flying through space whatever their propulsion is they are making their way towards this nebula but they're clearly avoiding something and this is going to be what the opportunity is so i am going to go ahead and roll on explore waypoint to see what that thing is so when we explore the waypoint, we are going to roll plus wits and find out. So I've got a seven on the action die. I've got a five and a three on the challenge dice for another strong hit. I get to find an opportunity to envision a favorable insight situation, resource, or encounter then take plus two momentum or gain progress. Mark progress on your expedition per its rank. I'm going to take progress. So we're up to two boxes on our expedition. And I think what this is, is a small piece of ascendancy technology, maybe some sort of satellite or probe that is out here. And Lucius is able to tap into it remotely and is able to download some information on like star charts in this part of the forge. And it gives them a framework within to create their search pattern for finding this ascendancy graveyard. So now that we have gained a little bit of that insight, Lucius is going to return back to undertaking the expedition. The E-Drive is charged. He's going to engage. And again, moving at speeds, this is plus edge. Got a four on the action die. Got a two and a seven on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So we are able to get another box of progress as we make the next jump. But we are either going to have to suffer cost en route or face a peril at the waypoint. So let's do another descriptor and focus to determine the waypoint that we arrive at. 48, Grim, 94, Vehicle, Grim Vehicle. All right, so we emerge out of E-Drive and Lucius sees this massive hulk of a cargo hauler that has been kitted out with all sorts of weapons and they receive a hail from this ship. And the voice that comes through says, that's a pretty looking ship there. Heave to and let us take aboard. It's going to be our prize and we'll let you live. I don't know what this voice is, but we're going with it. Lucia says, uh, pass, thank you. And is going to attempt to do some fancy flying to avoid these pirates. So we're going to face some danger and Lucius is going to take plus one because he is an ace 
And we're going to roll plus edge because he's trying to do some fancy flying. So we're rolling plus three on this. I've got a seven on the action die, and I've got two sixes on the challenge dice for another strong hit with an opportunity, thanks to my plus one from the ace. So I get to take plus one momentum from ace for getting a hit, and also plus one momentum from face danger for getting a strong hit. So that's going to take me up to eight momentum. Lucius is able to outmaneuver these pirates and I think the opportunity is that there is something close by that he's able to use in order to evade them. And maybe that thing also holds a little bit more information that we might be able to garner. So I'm going to roll on the space sightings to see what's around here that Lucius might be able to use to evade these pirates. So we're in the Outlands. I'm going to roll the Oracle die. We've got 87 turbulent gravitational wave. Oh, that's fun. Okay, so there's basically this wave of gravity that is coursing through this section of space. And Lucius is like, everybody hold on, we're going to ride the wave and flies the reclaimer into this thing as the pirates are pursuing and trying to like fire off grappling hooks to latch onto the ship and drag it in. And Lucius is able to pilot the ship through and around the gravitational field. And I think there's this strange gravitational wave because there's some sort of unusual star. Uh, maybe it's a artificial star construction or a black hole or something like that. And I think he is going to again, explore the waypoint to see if there is something from the ascendancy that created this gravitational wave. So we're going to explore with wits plus three. All right. So I've got six on the action die. I've got a six and a nine on the challenge dice, which is going to be a miss, uh, which is going to lead to an immediate hardship or threat. And I think that threat is they ride the gravitational wave away from the pirates, but it's harder to get out of this thing than it was to get into it. And they're being dragged into, I'm going to say it's a black hole that is some, some sort of weird confluence between a star and a black hole. This gravitational wave is drawing them in towards something that is going to tear the ship apart. And so Lucius is going to attempt to fly the ship out of the gravitational wave. And uh, this is going to be another face danger to see if he can even get the ship away from this problem. I get another plus one to this face danger from Ace. And I also have a navigator ability of when you face danger to find a path around a hazard, I can add plus one as well. So I'm going to add plus two plus my two edge. So we're at plus four on this face danger to try and get away from whatever the feature is that this gravitational wave is drawing the reclaimer towards. Eight on the action die, a one and a 10 on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So we succeed, but at a troublesome cost. Now I get to take two momentum because both of my assets give me plus one momentum when I get a hit. So that's going to take me up to 10 momentum. And then I'm going to go ahead and suffer a little bit of harm to the ship as the gravitational pull of this place is just drawing on the ship's hull and taxing it and causing it to groan under the pressure but Lucius is able to pilot them out of the way and then he hits the E-Drive and they are going to go on to the next leg of this expedition. We're going to continue moving at speed, so we're going to roll plus edge again. Got a three on the action die. I've got a four and an eight on the challenge dice for a miss, but I'm going to burn my 10 momentum to go ahead and turn this into a strong hit. So I'm going to reset it back to two and I am now looking at a strong hit. So we reach a waypoint and we can mark progress. So we're now up to four 
boxes of progress on our expedition. And we're going to do our descriptor and focus again to see what this waypoint is. 19, confined. 74, settlement. Confined settlement. Okay, so I think this time it is a, another one of these artificially constructed stars, but it is clear that it's like a, it's a Dyson sphere. So there is a civilization, there are, there are settlements on the inside of this dome around this star. And Lucius is like, eh, maybe we should go investigate, but that might take more time. We don't know what they're allegiance is so maybe we should just move on and they are going to just go ahead and continue on their expedition they're not going to explore this waypoint lucius is feeling a little shy about exploring the waypoint after almost getting sucked into you know a black hole or whatever so we're going to go ahead and roll again plus edge for this speed and our luck has run out got a five on the action dive got a seven and a ten on the challenge dice for a miss so on a miss, you are waylaid by a crisis or arrive at a waypoint to confront an immediate hardship or threat. Do not mark progress and pay the price. All right, I'm going to ask the Oracle if we are waylaid on route or if we make it to the waypoint. I think it's 50-50, so we'll say yes, uh, 51 or greater, yes, we are waylaid en route. Nope. So we make it to the waypoint and there is a threat at the waypoint. So let's go ahead and descriptor and focus it up. 36. Ensnaring. That's a good start for a threat. 91. Ensnaring transportation. All right. And let's go ahead and think about ensnaring transportation. It is a massive colony ship that is constructed from dozens and dozens of other ships. And Lucius sees that there are all sorts of protrusions coming from this colony ship, and they're docking ports, but there are also grapplers on all sides of each of those docking ports. And I think this colony ship basically captures other ships and forces them to join their community. And so they are going to get fired at with uh, a number of these grapplers. And Lucius is once again going to have to do some fancy flying with his ace ability. He gets plus one for ace. And I think he is not necessarily finding a path around a navigational hazard. This is more of just the fancy flying. So he's only going to get the plus one from the ace. So this is plus three on edge. Six on the action die. A seven and a ten on the challenge dice for a miss. So he is unable to avoid the grapplers. And the reclaimer gets latched onto by this colony ship and starts to get pulled in towards the colony ship and they are going to have to figure out a way to get out of this and I think the way they're going to do that is Lucius is going to change things up and he's going to order Lieutenant Mila and the soldiers to suit up in their extra vehicular gear and actually go out on the outer surface of their ship and cut these things off manually. So he is going to roll plus heart on this because he is commanding them and he is trying to guide them to the various points as he's watching the screen. Now, Lieutenant Mila is a connection. And because this does relate to the soldiers, I'm going to take plus one on this. So we're rolling at plus three with this heart. Oh, man. All right, I've got a five on the action die. I've got a six and a ten on the challenge dice for another miss. So you fail or a momentary success is undermined by a dire turn of events. So I think they are trying to cut these things off, and it's taking longer than expected. And so they are getting closer and closer to the colony ship, and more grapples are starting to like aim in their direction as it becomes obvious that the ship is trying to break free. 
and Lucius is going to have to try something else. And I think he's going to take a quick scan of his archive and is going to do a gather information to see what this ascendancy ship does have on it as far as like countermeasures or defenses. And we're going to roll plus wits, plus one for the archivist as he's doing a quick search through there. And I think he's going to ask Adelie as well, since she has this connection to these ascendancy AIs. At this point, I think Lucius knows that Query has been absorbed into Adelie. They've been traveling now for a couple days since they left Viridian, and so Lucius is aware of that situation. So he's going to ask Adelie for help on this as well. So he's going to get plus one on the archivist. He's going to get plus two for his bond with Adelie, and his own wits are plus three. So we're rolling plus six on this. I really, really need a success here. All right, so I got an 11 on the action die. I've got a 7 and a 3 on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So we discover something helpful and specific. The path you must follow or action you must take to make progress is made clear. Envision what you learn, then take plus 2 momentum. And because I was successful on my hit as well, I get another plus 1 for the archivist ability. So I'm going to go up to 5 momentum, and I think... The Ascendancy ship has the ability to alter the frequency of its armor. We're going to reverse the polarity is what we're going to do. And we're going to try and basically force those grappling hooks away from the ship. So Lucius is going to command Mila and the soldiers to get back into the ship. They do so, and he is going to go ahead and with expertise, focus with his wits, is going to attempt to activate this polarization and deflect all of these grappling hooks. I think he is, again, asking Adelie for help on this. Like, she is working on her panel using the knowledge that she gets from Query and Warden, and Lucius is trying to maneuver the ship in such a way that it's going to propel them, in a sense, away from the colony ship as well at the same time as they're breaking free of these grapples. So we're going to roll plus wits, plus two for Adelie's bond. So we're plus five on this one. All right, we got a 10 on the action die. We've got a six and a two on the challenge dice for another strong hit. So that's going to take us up to six momentum. And we successfully break free of this colony ship's grapples. Lucius is going to hightail the reclimber out of there. They're going to charge up the E-Drive, and they're going to punch it. There we go, another expedition. I think this time Lucius is going to stay vigilant. He's starting to feel like it's becoming more and more dangerous the further along on this expedition that they're getting. And so he is going to roll plus wits on this part of the expedition. Six on the action die. I've got a two and a ten on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So we get to mark progress. We're up to five. And we are going to go ahead and have to face a peril at the waypoint or take a suffer move. So I think we're going to face some peril at the waypoint. So let's go ahead and envision this waypoint. 99. Veiled. 82. Storage. Veiled storage. Awesome. Okay, so we jump out of E-Drive after escaping this colony ship that is trying to indenture people, and we emerge into this area of space. I'm going to go ahead and roll a space sighting to see what this section is like. 73. Debris field. Metallic wreckage. Perfect. All right, so we jump out of E-Drive into this open section of deep space where there is all this metallic wreckage floating around. And Adelie says, Lucius, is, is, this, is this wreckage from a, a recent ship? And Lucius says, I don't, it, it certainly looks like it's not ascendancy wreckage. Hmm, curious. There's some sort of power source in there, though. 
And they're going to start investigating, and all of a sudden, there is an EMP burst that radiates out from this wreckage, and the power aboard the Reclaimer goes out. Lucius turns to Adelie and says, you don't think it's one of those artifacts again, like the one that tried to draw us in and dissolve our ship, do you? And Adelie says, I don't think so. Query seems to think that it is some sort of automated defense system rather than an actual attack against us. Well, that's good, I guess. Um, But unfortunately, we are without power. And Lucius is going to have to go and do a little bit of repairing to see if he can get the power back on. So we are going to go ahead and make our repair move. He's doing it himself, so it's plus wits. We are in the field. So we've got a four on the action die. We've got a four and a nine on the challenge dice for a miss on this repair. So I am going to burn my six momentum down to two, turn that into a weak hit as Lucius is like, oh, no, that's not what I wanted to do, and rewires things in the correct manner. And uh, with a weak hit in the field, we receive one repair point, and I am going to spend two supply to take two more repair points. And we are going to take our supply down to one, and then we're going to spend those three repair points to repair the power core and bring the power back online. The ship is back up and operational, but we are looking at a supply of one, which is not great. Now, Lucius is going to return back to the cockpit and say, if there is some sort of ascendancy storage device, which it seems like that's what Query was saying, maybe they will have some information aboard. So let's take a look around, see if we can't find it. And can you ask Query if there's a way that we can approach this thing without triggering its danger? Adelie's going to do that, and this is going to be another Explore the Waypoint. We're going to roll plus wits on this, and uh, I'm going to take plus two from Adelie's bond since she is communicating with Query and offering up some of this information. So plus five on this. Got an eight on the action die, and I've got two ones on the challenge dice for a strong hit with another match and this has never happened before and i'm so excited i got a match on explore the waypoint so we get to make a discovery so first things first we are going to have the opportunity to either take plus two momentum for the strong hit or mark progress i'm going to choose to mark progress because i think finding this veiled storage facility it's not huge it's a it's a small little structure but it has some sort of cloaking device on it and whatever the uh, the wreckage that's surrounding it, I think, is meant to disguise it. Or maybe that is wreckage of other ships that got hit by that EMP and then got destroyed in some other way from the defenses of this storage facility. But because of Query's assistance, Lucius is able to pilot the Reclaimer in. And you know what? It makes sense because they're flying in an Ascendancy ship anyways. So the storage facility probably recognizes them as being friendly. So we are sitting at six out of 10 progress on our expedition. And we also, because of that match, those double ones, we get to make a discovery. So there is a make a discovery table. And we can either roll on the table or choose one. So I'm going to roll and see what comes up. And we'll see what this discovery is. 28. Key to unlocking a language or a method of communication. Awesome. Okay. So Lucius interfaces with this station and they board the storage facility And there is all sorts of recorded knowledge here. I think that's what it is. It's a storage facility, but it's not a storage facility for things. It's a digital library that is sitting out in space. And so they connect 
to this facility and the reclaimer computer is talking to the uh, storage facility and is drawing back all this information. And Lucius discovers something that is completely unexpected, although maybe not unexpected based on what he knows of the ascendancy. But I think he discovers some information that indicates that the ascendancy had long range, like quantum entanglement, able to communicate over vast distances instantaneously. And he doesn't get the whole piece of knowledge that he needs to like unlock that technology, but he knows it exists and he has the basic framework of how it works. And uh, because of that, he is going to be able to mark two ticks on his discovery legacy track. That's part of the make a discovery move. And in fact, he was sitting at two ticks as it was. So he's going to fill one of the boxes on his discoveries track, which is going to give him some XP. So he's got some XP to burn, which is cool. All right. So we make this discovery. We're sitting at six out of 10 progress. I think there are oblique references to a meeting place where ascendancy ships gathered. And this is part of this like digital archive is Lucius learns that the cataclysm that happened, it hit the entirety of the forge almost instantaneously. And so there were all these ships that were destroyed and he gets a good sense of the general area of this part of the sector where this graveyard is where all these ships are and i think he also realizes in this digital archive that they knew that it was coming and they were getting ready to leave the forge it just it happened faster than they expected and they weren't able to escape which is huge it's huge information for learning about the downfall of the ascendancy so we are sitting at 6 out of 10 progress, and uh, Lucius and Adelie, after spending some time connected to this digital library, they're going to disconnect, and we're going to continue our expedition. Continuing with wits, here we go. Another 4 on the action die, and a 4 and an 8 on the challenge dice, and no momentum to burn. We've got another miss on our undertaking an expedition. So again, waylaid by a crisis or arrive at a waypoint to confront an immediate hardship or threat. No progress made, and we have to pay the price. So I'm going to go ahead and roll on the paid price to see what that is. 80. We are harmed. I think that means that the ship is harmed. So they're going to come out of E-Drive at this waypoint and let's go ahead and do a descriptor and focus again. So we've got 40 and 20. So 40 is foreboding and 20 is crossing. Foreboding, crossing. The reclaimer drops out of E-Drive and there are a number of ships in the area. And in this part of the Outlands, it's really unusual for there to be a lot of ships unless they're part of a fleet. And I think this is the foreboding crossing. They have come upon a gathering of the Ironhawk fleet. And almost immediately, the Ironhawks launch fighters and they're... Not sure who these people are, because obviously they're not flying a ship that any of the Ironhawks recognize as belonging to Lucius Tarquin or Lodestar or anything. But I think they also are of the opinion that basically any ship we don't recognize is not part of our organization and therefore is a danger to us. And so they are going to launch fighters. The Winnower, the Dreadnought, is here. And I think that is the ship that hails the Reclaimer. And Captain Simeon's voice comes through and says, Unidentified ship, identify yourself immediately and surrender, or be destroyed. And Lucius and Adelie exchange a glance, and Lucius says, I cannot believe we continue to run into these guys. 
You'd think that space would be large enough that we wouldn't just stumble on them every now and again. All right, everybody, hold on. And uh, Lucius is going to start trying to maneuver the ship. He's not going to respond because he doesn't want them to know that it's him. Because he knows he can't play that card that, oh, I'm a herald, leave me alone. He's not going to be able to play that card again. He was lucky it worked the first time. So he's going to start immediately maneuvering the ship. But I think because the Iron Hawks are the most militant of the Founder Clans, they are ready for this. And right off the bat, the Reclaimer is going to take harm. So we're going to go ahead and knock the ship's health down to three. And I think Lucius is going to attempt to endure this one, try to withstand this damage as he is starting to maneuver. So this is the, you know, the result of the miss is he just automatically takes damage but he is going to attempt to withstand it, and we're going to roll plus integrity. So it's going to be plus three. All right, we've got a seven on the action die. I've got a one and two on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So I can either take momentum or I can gain that integrity back. I think it makes sense that he is maneuvering and is able to avoid the shots, and so he actually, instead of taking the damage, he uses that reversing the polarity on the Reclaimer's hull to deflect several of the shots. And then he is going to try and pilot the ship out of the way and escape from these Iron Hawks once again. So we're going to roll another face danger. This is going to be plus edge with ice. So it's plus one, so we're at plus three on this guy. Seven on the action die, a five and a six on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So we get plus one momentum, and he is successfully able to maneuver the Reclaimer away from the Ironhawk fleet. Now, because they are in this close proximity to the Ironhawk fleet, and there are a number of ships here. There's the Dreadnought, there's at least a couple more cruisers several like frigates and there's a bunch of fighters flying around. This is the largest collection of Ironhawk ships that Lucius has seen since coming to Veritas Sector. And they seem to be close to the graveyard that Lucius is seeking out. So he is going to punch the E-Drive again. He's going to get them out of there. But we're going to roll plus edge because he is again starting to feel the pinch of the Ironhawks closing in. And so he wants to try and get to this place first. So we're going to roll plus edge as we're moving at speed. Here we go. Undertaking an expedition. Nine on the action die, a nine and a three on the challenge dice for a weak hit. We're going to mark progress, which is going to take us up to seven out of ten on our expedition, and we're going to face a peril at the waypoint. So let's go ahead and do some descriptor and focus to get what our waypoint is. 26, dead, and 12, blockade. Dead blockade. When I think of a dead blockade, I think it is not living. So I'm, I'm picturing a massive star field of asteroids, but they're all like really densely packed. So it's not the sort of thing that makes it super easy to fly through. And I think as the Reclaimer drops out of E-Drive and sees this field ahead, another ship drops out behind them and it is a Lux sloop that uh, Lucius kind of recognizes. I, he, I think he would be familiar with this type of ship from his youth. And he says, that's strange. That's a Clan Idabrin Lux sloop. What's that doing out here? And the Reclaimer receives a hail. And the voice that comes through over the channel says, Lucius Tarquin, I know it's you. You might as well answer. And Lucius gets this cold shiver down his spine. And he looks at Adelie and says, Oh, this is not good. 
and Adelie turns to him and says, who, who is it, Lucius? And the voice comes through again and says, Lucius, I can see that your ship is unarmed. Trust me, mine is not. Now answer my hails. Lucius takes a deep breath and presses the calm and says, Yes, this is Lucius Tarquin. What can I do for you? Ah, young Lucius, it is pleasant to be speaking with you directly for once. You have been an elusive target, I will admit, but that will no longer be an issue. And Lucius says, I'm a herald on official herald business. I have no quarrel with the Ironhawks. And the voice says, You are not on herald business. You are on Lodestar's business. And that, my young friend, makes you fair game. Lucius says, Please, we don't have to do this. I am not your enemy. And High Talon Idebren says, Oh, but you are my enemy. And I'm going to enjoy this. Thanks for listening to Errant Adventures. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends. Tell anyone you can. Shout it from the rooftops, even. And if you haven't already, please go ahead and rate and review the show on your favorite podcast app. It really does help others find me. If you want to interact with me, my handle on Instagram and Twitter is at ErrantSolopod, or you can email me at ErrantSolopod at gmail.com. I also post short fiction and campaign-related materials on my website, ErrantAdventuresPod.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.